Welcome to Furniture Industry News for September 25, 2023, where you can stay up to date on the latest news surrounding the ever-evolving furniture industry. In today's episode, we'll cover the boom and subsequent decline in sales for home office furniture during the pandemic, the varying opinions on providing financing options for furniture retailers, and the investment in infrastructure and beautification efforts for the High Point Market District. The home office furniture category experienced a significant boost during the pandemic, as millions of people started working from home for the first time. However, like the furniture industry as a whole, sales for this category have declined since then. The question now is whether it is stronger than it was before the pandemic and what its trajectory looks like. According to Rod Rafiha, the chief sales officer at Abison, The home office category makes up around 5% of their total business, which is in line with the industry average for a whole home provider. While they saw a high peak in sales when COVID hit, they expect the category to remain at its current percentage of total business, with no significant increase expected for overall annual performance. Bernard's, another whole home supplier, expects the market to weaken slightly in the short term as some workers transition back to the office. However, They believe it will still remain above pre-COVID levels in the long term due to the expansion of AI creating opportunities for more remote work and entrepreneurship. Century Furniture, a domestic manufacturer, expects the home office category to continue growing. However, they anticipate a decrease in the need for bulky storage and cases designed to store larger equipment and printed materials as technology evolves. Companies that specialize in home office and entertainment furniture, such as BDI and Martin Furniture, have a more optimistic outlook. BDI reports that while the category is not as booming as during the pandemic, it is stronger than pre-pandemic levels and continues to grow. Martin Furniture also believes that sales in the home office category will continue to grow, as working from home part-time remains a strategy for many companies. Regarding leading products in the home office category, Aspen Home, BDI, and Martin Furniture highlight various desk styles that are performing well, such as executive desks, writing desks, lift desks, L-shaped desks, standing desks, electric lift desks, and all-in-one solutions. Flexibility and current design trends, such as light woods and casual finishes, are also important factors. In summary, While the home office furniture category has seen a decline in sales since the height of the pandemic, it still remains stronger than pre-pandemic levels and continues to grow. The expansion of AI and the increasing trend of remote work and entrepreneurship are expected to further drive the demand for home office furniture. Companies specializing in this category emphasize the importance of flexible designs, current trends, and functionality to meet the evolving needs of consumers. Fashion-forward designs and creating individual spaces are also becoming more important to buyers. According to industry insiders, furniture retailers are advised to work with third-party credit providers for offering financing options to customers. However, opinions differ on whether it's more beneficial to work with a single provider or multiple providers. Mark Denman from Charge After believes that consumers are becoming more protective of their personal resources due to inflation and high interest rates. 
Therefore, retailers need to offer alternative financing products that cater to various credit spectrums or else customers will seek options elsewhere. On the other hand, Vicky Turgeon from Versatile Credit emphasizes that offering financing options enhances the customer experience and helps them make informed decisions based on their budget. This also equips the sales associates to strategically utilize financing to drive or save a sale, leading to higher approval rates, closed sales, and satisfied customers. Mike Rittler from TD Bank's Retail Card Services states that offering financing options adds predictability for customers and enables retailers to get paid faster. It also eliminates the risks associated with financing and builds customer loyalty when multiple options are provided. Curtis House from Synchrony suggests that partnering with a third-party credit provider allows retailers to focus on their core operations while accessing a wider range of financing options and competitive interest rates. It also enables retailers to cater to diverse customer needs and preferences. Ryan Slobodian from Snap Finance advises retailers to outsource payment handling and have flexibility across the credit spectrum to retain customers. And Reed Bork from Catapult highlights how lease-to-own financing drives incremental sales to customers without traditional financing access, while addressing cart abandonment and providing flexible purchase plans. In conclusion, retailers can maximize conversion rates by promoting financing options early and often, simplifying the application process, and partnering with credit providers who can approve a high number of applicants. Third-party credit providers possess the expertise, capabilities, and access to a larger data set across multiple merchants that individual retailers may not have. The High Point Market Authority has announced that it will be receiving a one-time investment of $9 million from the state of North Carolina. This investment is aimed at enhancing infrastructure and beautification efforts in the downtown market district in High Point. The allocation of funds highlights the state's commitment to the biannual High Point Market, which attracts 75,000 visitors from the United States and abroad each spring and fall. The market has a significant economic impact, generating $6.7 billion annually and contributing $202 million in tax revenue. Tammy Nagam, CEO and President of the High Point Market Authority, led the bid for the investment with the support of the Guilford County Delegation. State Representative John Faircloth and Senator Dave Craven played crucial roles in championing the initiative in their respective chambers. The investment will be coordinated with the City of High Point and will be implemented over a two-year period. It includes infrastructure updates, transportation terminal upgrades, improved safety and security measures, and enhanced street-level lighting in the Market District. Additionally, the High Point Market Authority will focus on beautification efforts by installing public art and other permanent decorative features to enrich the downtown area and improve walkability. The improvements will benefit the entire ecosystem surrounding the High Point Market, attracting more buyers and enhancing the overall guest experience. The funding will also support technology-based enhancements, to further improve the guest experience and nurture emerging industry professionals. Furthermore, $250,000 will support the Diversity Advocacy Alliance, an initiative facilitated by the High Point Market Authority in 2022. Stay tuned to furniture industry news from FurniturePodcast.com to stay informed on the latest updates in the furniture industry, 
and make sure to subscribe for future episodes.